Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, thank you for holding out with me, folks, because we are already in trouble. Oh, hold on a minute here. I got to light up your microphone here. Okay. Um, because... I can't. Oh, there it is. Ah, I thought I lost the recording again. Anyway. You really, 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 really need to apologize. You get a little wound up, and I don't even know if you knew what, what was his name? Brian. Brian. I don't even know if you knew what he was going to ask you the second time, but whatever. All right. And and you're right. Brian, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for being abrupt. But can I state my case? Go ahead. (laughs) All right. At the beginning... All we had to do was find the cause of a lien code. Okay? All right. Now it's changed. We got four new oxygen sensors and bank one and bank two. You have to know what the manufacturer says because some of them bank one is really bank two and some of them is bank two is really bank one. Then then now we have to check the performance of 402 sensors. We have to cross-reference the numbers to see if they're the upside, upstream, or downstream. Because I can't tell you, the do-it-yourselfers and that three-whiskered kid at the auto parts store that just winds me up and just wads my underwear up <laughs> something fierce is going to tell him these are the two upstream and these are the two downstream, and he doesn't know. Okay. So, so now we have this big fiasco going on where we've got to troubleshoot all four of them and then no one's going to have a receipt so we can't look up the part number so we don't know which is upstream and which is downstream and and an experienced guy such as myself can't tell that without part numbers then when we look at the part numbers it's written in chinese and we can't we don't know an a from a b or a 7 from an 8 okay so we have all these dynamics going on where we've stepped out of the kettle and into the fire and now we have a whole new problem and a whole new diagnostic process we had a deal the other day where we got one of these and it had four upstreams o2 sensors in it and we need two up and two down and the three-whiskered kid told him, don't worry about it. They're, they're all the part, right part number. Well, they're all the, the same part number, young man. How can I have two upstreams and two downstreams when I need two separate part numbers? And, and those s- aren't cheap either. And off and, and Yeah, and they don't take them back either. When the three-whiskered kid guesses and it doesn't fix your problem, there ain't no refund policy there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so it's the, it's the three-whiskered kid. It's not Brian. It's the three-whiskered <laughs> kid that's got my undies <laughs> wadded up something fierce. Anyway, this portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by my buddy at Action Auto Repair, Tom. He's located at I-17 in Indra Valley, and he is capable of diagnosing O2 sensor problems. He's going to support me on this, too, by the way. Okay. Anyway, he's a great auto repair shop. He's been serving Deer Valley and North Phoenix since 1983. So no matter what you've got from an oil change to a, a code, a chasing down a code, then Tom and his ASE Master Certified Technicians can do it. Now, he has a BMW guy there that's really, really good. And that brings a whole new dimension to a shop 
because his knowledge of the import side is going to be very valuable because in spite of the fact that Chevy and Ford can't even agree on which is bank one and bank two, the import guys have the same problem. Okay. So there's always that thing. Action Autos, I-17 and Deer Valley. I'm going to put my nice hat on and oh, go good. back to the okay. lines. Paul, good morning to you. How are you this morning during this holiday season? Good. Great. How can I help you? Say I got a 2003 Dodge Ram 5.7 four-wheel drive. Um, I live in Apache Junction. Um, I just have uh, been taking it in for oil changes, and they're telling me that my rack is out. I need new rack and pinion. I'm not losing any power steering fluid at all. Um, I did... I. I did have a power steering pump put on when I bought the truck in May. Um, other than that, okay. a little residue coming. Uh, I just I have no shakes, no noise. Okay, it's okay. I ne- this is where I ask questions. This is where I ask questions. Let me. You you say you've had no leaks and you aren't adding any fluid. Yes. Well, I did add a little bit when I bought the truck. They put a power steering pump in it and there was some residue in it and I think when the vehicle got warm it would leak a little bit and just from the residue because okay. they did, didn't do the greatest job but anyway okay. they keep telling okay. me it's stop. leaking stop 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 um, the leak means everything and not guessing where the leak's at but telling you exactly where the leak's at so it has a high-pressure hose, it has a low-pressure hose, and each one of those has two connections. It has a front seal and a can seal on the pump. And then it has a left side and a right side at the rack that can leak, as well as where the two high-pressure and low-pressure hoses connect to the rack. We have all that going on. Now, what you should have done is you should have said, show me. Now, let me explain. At the end of your rack and pinion, which is this long metal device, there's two tie rods that go in and out. So you can imagine that when we're going to turn right, we suck the right one in and we push the left one out. That turns the wheels to the right. So they move in off in opposite directions. There's some big dust boots that cover the area where the right side rack and pinion goes in and out and the left side in and out. It's not uncommon for that seal to have a little fluid. We want that seal to bleed a little bit of fluid to keep the dust and stuff out of the seal and to, to lubricate the seal. So what happens is some guy who's hungry and hasn't had a, a big job in a long time finds somebody like you that drives in, and he looks, and there's a little bit of a drip from the weep hole of one of these boots on the rack. And at that point, you're dead meat. At that point, you need a rack, you need a pump, because the pump is making noise and the rack is leaking, and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And you said, all I got's a little bitty leak. Well, if the little bitty leak is coming from the rack, that might be normal, and it's certainly you don't, nothing you need to have done right now. So the question is this. You need to go find somebody who will identify exactly where the leak's at. Because I can do a can seal, I can do a pump, I can do the lower and high pressure hose, and I can determine whether that leak on the rack is a normal leak, a small leak, or whether it's abnormal, and so can every other shop in town that's good and that's been around as long as as long as, as, long as a lot of us old timers have been. You can also flush the system and put a tad of brake fluid in the system 
that's a hydraulic fluid. It's perfectly acceptable. And, and brake fluid will oftentimes return some pliability to the rubber seals. So if they're a little hard, it'll soften them a little bit. So that's what I would do. But I wouldn't do the rack, and I'm sure they bid that thing for probably 800 to $1,200 for the rack, the labor, the alignment, and the sales tax shop supplies and environmental charges. I think it would be a jump to go that far at least get a second opinion and frankly most shops will diagnose what's the matter with your power steering for a rack fee which is what twenty five thirty five dollars somewhere hold on hold on go i wouldn't say more than half an hour which is like fifty nine sixty five somewhere in there. right to get it up in the rack and look at right. it and then bid whatever it is but take the customer out there and show them as well right mm -hmm. okay that's what i would do if i were you paul let's get a second opinion find a shop that's going to take you out there and show you what they're talking about or go back to the shop that you had right. and make them show you and point out exactly where everything's happening but again the leak can be fixed for a lot less than a rack if if it's at the at the other parts I mentioned. But if it's coming out of the little bitty weep holes on either side of the dust boots on the rack, there is some some dripping that's normal. Some let me change that. Some wetness that's normal. All right, thanks Paul. And Harry, how can I help you today, Harry? Good morning, uh Mark. Uh, it's quite obvious to me that you need a Chinese interpreter. Shop. Well, that's it, right. You know, it 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 would be fine. Um, <laughs> I don't need a that an interpreter for the parts I buy, but I do need an interpreter for some of the parts that I'm end up diagnosing. So yeah, you're right. Okay. Hey, I, I uh, talked to you oh, a few months ago about a uh, some R12 I had, and I wasn't able to get down to your place because we're up north. A few weeks ago, you were doing your. Um, Secret Santa deal, and I talked to Andy, and I told her I would uh, get that over to her, and whatever you felt that uh, it was worth, just donate it to your Secret Santa. Fine. I'll handle that. You bet. Okay. I had a little dental problem, so I wasn't able to get over, so I thought about maybe getting it over next week. And uh, That's fine. I, sure. I, I can tell you it's, uh, it's still in the cardboard uh, box. It's a uh, National R12... Uh, 30-pound cylinder. Okay. Oh, wow. We have an identifier, so we're going to sniff the, open the valve and sniff the valve. It'll tell us okay. it's Virgin 12, and then I'm just going to give you the going rate. I'm going to okay, well, look at inventory. Whatever, whatever we think. Sorry. Still got the says, uh, if seal's broken, uh, uh, warranty is void, and the, the seal on the top, because you can see it through the top of the box, is still yeah. intact. So, uh, no problem. You know, but it's been in my garage for a long time. There's a lot of dust on top of it. Okay. It's okay. okay. It's okay. It's okay. Oh. Throw it in the back of your truck, and, and if it's in a box, it won't roll around, and it, right. you'll be fine. So you, right. you talk to Andy, and Andy will take care of you, and right. then we're going to count you in, and we're going to get your email address and stuff, so we put you in the chain. Yeah. Well, I already did a donation, and she sent me the um, the uh, receipt and everything for it. So okay. That's, that's well, thank good. you very much. That's really okay. nice. Yeah, the girls well, are kind of ramrodding that, but they very much. thank you very much, Harry. Okay, can I thank ask you a quick question about oil? Sure, sure you can. I know you're an oil uh, guru, and um, uh, I've been noticing that uh, I use Mobile One in my vehicles, and okay. I notice uh, I use the full synthetic, and I notice now they have one that says annual protection, and it's like about $15 more than the other. Yeah. Exactly what uh, are they, is this just a deal to <laughs> get you to kick the price up a little bit, or uh, is it actually a little better oil with a little more stuff in it or whatever? It's, it's, um, it's marketing, Harry. Um, they have Mobile One. 
they have they have a mobile one semi synthetic, then they have a mobile one synthetic, and they have a mobile one extended. Right. And um, the the regular synthetic is good to ten thousand miles, and then the other one is good to twelve thousand miles. But it's an annual one, so basically they're telling you it's annual because the average person drives twelve thousand miles a year. But if you're at fifteen or sixteen or eighteen, then you really can't use our annual because we want you to change it to twelve. Then if you look at the can, Mobile's saying that if you use our oil on all the time and you keep your receipts and you and you don't ever go longer than you should, and if you look at the moon every night and uh, and, and and are blessed by a a, a one-armed uh, 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 turkey, then <laughs> if you do all of this and keep track of all the pictures and everything, then if you have a failure of your engine, and after we analyze the engine to determine that it's oil-related, because if it's not oil-related, we're not going to cover it, then we'll replace your engine. And all well, of that's written on the can. That. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I qualify. Not... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, all righty, but that's kind of a marketing situation, and, and f- I don't have any of my customers on a 12,000-mile oil change interval. I'm a no. little scared of that because they think that they can just, their motor's now sealed, and they can drive at 12,000 without checking the oil, and that's a bad idea. So I think we're in, in a semi-synthetic mood. Right. I think 90% of our oil changes are semi-synthetic. Yes. The oil change interval is about 7,500. Six to 7,500 is our comfort zone. It's actually it's actually five to seventy five hundred yeah but our our comfort zone is six to seven and it it depends on if it's a leaker we're going to go to six and right. and if it's if it's a newer model car we're going to go to seven and we're going to put the uh six month and seven thousand miles up on the sticker but right. br- thanks for bringing that up harry we're going to take a break and gene you stay right there because you're my next caller we'll be back right after this now you have a friend at thunderbird automotive and his name is tom fletcher In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. You need a plan as you get closer to retirement. A plan that will take you from where you are now to the retirement you've always dreamed about. The first step on that path is to tune in to Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8. Your host is Phyllis Sachs-Pilvinas. She's the founder of PSP and Associates. You only retire once, but Phyllis helps people retire every day. Don't miss Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8 on 960 The Patriot. Tanning, indoors or out, increases your risk of skin cancer, including melanoma, the second most common cancer in young adults and the leading cause of cancer death in women 25 to 30. Tanning doesn't make me look healthier. My ambition does. Tanning doesn't make me stand out. My drive does. Tanning can cause wrinkles, age spots, and even melanoma, the cancer that kills one person every hour. And using tanning beds significantly increases your risk of developing melanoma. Tanning doesn't make me glow. My individuality does. 
Tanning doesn't make me feel better about myself. I got the job. Yeah. My confidence does. Tanning doesn't make you more beautiful. It only makes you more at risk. Stop tanning. Learn more at spotskincancer.org. A message from the American Academy of Dermatology. So, Justin, I was playing that video game, Force Brigade, and it was pretty cool. I was running down this, like, digital path, and I met this digital frog, and he was all like... And then I went playing in this virtual stream where this water, it looked almost real. It was this whole electronic forest world. So what did you do? Well, my parents took me to the forest, the real forest, where I was running down this... Well, it was an actual path. Then I saw this real-life frog. It was all, like ribbit and i saw an owl too then i played in this amazing stream with water around my ankles like wet water then me and my sister and my parents sat around a campfire and told cool stories all night long oh that's a uh, pretty cool too this weekend unplug getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family to find the forest nearest you go to discovertheforest.org brought to you by the u.s forest service and the ad council everybody 21 minutes after the hour 11 o'clock every saturday from 10 to 12 we're here talking about cars and car problems and car issues and it helps me out a lot if we talk about your making model and miles and then the symptoms i'm not really interested in what everybody else said it is i'd like to give and take with you ask you questions you answer them and do you smell this and does it happen cold or hot that helps me kind of hone in and then i'll make a good educated guess and if it happens to match your shop then um, that's pretty good and if it doesn't then you can make the decision on what to do this portion of under the hood is brought to you by kurtz automotive i-17 and bell he's a great guy he's like all the other shops on my best car repair shops list he does it right He's honest. He's dependable. He's been in business more than five years. He wasn't born yesterday, and he's got gray hair on his head. So, And he's also a master tech like I am. Kurtz is a proud to be an independent family-owned and operated auto repair facility, and he was a Better Business Bureau Ethics Award winner, and I think that says a lot. He's been around since 1987, and he works on both gas and diesel. And Kurt and Eric and Jeff, his three predominant people, are all ASE Master Techs, and that means that... That's kind of a special designation because just not anybody can take eight tests and pass them all at the same time. So that's Kurtz Automotive, I-17 and Bell. Gene, like I told you, I'll take you. How are you and what can I do for you? I'm doing well. Thank you very much. You bet. Uh, I have a 2012 Chevy Silverado. It has about 72,000 miles on it. Uh, just purchased this about a month and a half ago. Okay. And I, when I... Uh, Take it out in the morning, back out of the driveway, I'm in reverse, go to the forward gear. It hits pretty hard. It, uh, you can feel the, the truck jump just a little bit. And once it warms up, that's not an issue. So it's going from reverse to forward gear. Once it warms up, kind of goes away. Okay. I have noticed that if I hesitate in neutral or go up to park and then back to the forward gear, it's not quite so bad. Okay. So... Uh, I don't know if this is something I need to worry about. You know, it's a new truck to me. It doesn't feel quite right. Okay. I'm not quite sure that I'm worried about this because the computer is going to raise the idle up because it sees cold. And, of course, the last, you know, two or three months has kind of been cold. Um, so I'm not real worried about this. Do you have a tachometer in the truck? Yes. Okay. I'm willing to bet that in drive that tachometer is somewhere around 500 RPM. 
and except cold, it might be six, six fifty, and maybe even as high as seven hundred. So I would expect it to bang into gear when you change directions. I would expect that to happen. I would expect that it would never do that again, providing you then put one or two miles on it. So okay. once we bring the engine temperature down, we're good. Um, I don't think, I mean, there's a lot of things that we could do. We could go in and we do minimum idle authority. So we're going to synchronize the, the electronic devices around the throttle. So we're going to synchronize the throttle position sensor, the idle air control motor, and what we call base idle circuit. So we bring all that together. I don't know that I would spend that money if I were you. I think your problem is going to go away once the weather turns, and I think it's going to get better after it warms up. And if that's the case and you can work around it, I'm not thinking that that's going to cause you any money down the road, and I'm thinking that that might very well be something normal. I think it's more likely than not that it is normal, especially when you say, Mark, once it clunks, I drive a mile or two, I see the temperature gauge just start to move, and it doesn't do it after that, then I'm not going to worry about it. Okay. okay. All right. Sounds good to me. I've had three different diagnoses, and none of them were that. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I think the, what's important to me is, as you said, it does it first thing in the morning and never again, and we've had some cold mornings lately. Yeah. And so, well, and then we're, we're still got a, a little bit of cold left or a little bit of winter left before we go into spring, but I think it'll go away, and I don't think that you should spend any money right now because right now you're going to be guessing and setting, resetting minimum idle authority and cleaning up the throttle blades and cleaning the mass airflow sensor can cost you $200, and I don't think that's money you need to spend. Okay? Okay, so you're saying the right things. You're not saying it's transmission. Oh, no, uh, no, no. It's an idle problem because it has everything to do with cold. And okay. it's cold, and the idle's brought up because the computer wants the engine to warm up faster. Once the engine warms up, then the problem goes away. So this ha and the clunking, the abrupt shifting, is a is a direct derivative of an idle that's a hundred or two hundred higher than normal. Okay. So, all right. Good all luck. right. I appreciate it. Thank you. You betcha. Let me talk real quick before I take the uh, uh, Terry. Secret Santa. Um, Harry brought up Secret Santa the other day, or just a, a, another caller. Yes. Here's the deal. We've been doing, Renee and I have been, and Renee and I and the kids have been doing a Secret Santa Club since? Oh, uh, I don't know. It's been 28 years. 28 this years. Year. Yeah. This is the first year we've made it public. And what we're saying is, is if you have an empty feeling around Christmas time that maybe you could have or should have done something different, here's what we do. And you're welcome to join us. First, 100% of the money goes towards people. We don't have any gas, any time, no expenses. We cover all of that. All the postage, all the wrapping, everything we cover. So what we do is, is we go to nursing homes and we ask the nursing home, we want to talk to people who have no family. We want to talk to elderly people who, who, who go through Christmas by themselves. So Renee and the girls... We'll go talk to this person and identify that they need slippers and socks and they want their hair done. So Renee, blankets, whatever. What's that? Blankets, blankets pajamas. Yeah. yeah. So so Renee will go to the lady that does hair and say how much to have her hair done, and she says thirty dollars. And Renee says, "Here's ninety bucks. Do it three times for." And that gives her a gift certificate for Christmas. Then we wrap up all of her presents, her pajamas, her socks, her warm blankets. Maybe she needs a, a new uh, house coat or something. Yeah, and a lot of them just like stuffed animals. It's just kind of a companion for them or something. So we've done that a lot, So we too. do that. Then we go to some churches, and we say to them, we're looking for families that have 
have been down and need a little help. So we'll do groceries. We'll mm-hmm. identify what the kids want for Christmas. We'll, if, I mean, we've got Christmas trees. We've got lights for certain families. But at the end of the day, we have a an, an complete accounting of everything. Right. We have money coming in, not by name, but money coming in, and then where we spent it and whatever we have left, which is rarely nothing because yeah, we'll we overspend just... and then Renee and I will make up the difference. If you want to help... And, and you want to be part of this, you're going to get a final accounting along with everybody else. Copies of all the receipts and everything that we've done, have and done. If, yes. if your wife wants to help or your wife wants to adi- adopt a, a, a senior citizen center and she wants to find two or three people that have no family that go through Christmas by themselves, then we can help her too. Mm-hmm. But if you want to join Chris Seeker Santa Club, then this is what you do. You call my daughter, Andy, A-N-D-I, at 480 480- Five nine eight one two three four, four eight zero five nine eight one two three four, and you could actually go on the website to MarkSalem.com and get all the information that you need. Yeah, I don't. Oh, for uh, contacting yes. Andy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We don't have the Secret Santa stuff up there. But no, we don't have the yeah. Secret Santa any place. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's it's important to know that this is 100% generosity. But we started it 27 years ago because we had the same feeling of emptiness at the end of the Christmas season because our kids had a lot. And we could have done something different. So mm-hmm. that's kind of it. And last time we mentioned this, we had quite a few people yeah, step up really and that. had some donations. And that's going to let us spread our wings a little bit better. But here's the deal. No matter what you donate, Mark and Renee match the highest amount. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of my friends will try to <laughs> mess with me and they'll throw in a thousand bucks. But I don't care if the thousand is the highest. I'm in for a thousand. We'll be back right after this. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Tyco Construction would like to remind everyone listening, this holiday season, highways will be busy with motors traveling to and from family and friends, so make sure you and your family have a safe and sober way home, and please don't drink and drive. Brought to you by Tyco Construction, specializing in general construction, custom home, and commercial tenant improvements. To learn more, call 480-292-0779 or visit online at tycobuilt.com. They're on the air because they care. That's Tyco Construction, hoping you and your family enjoy a safe and happy holiday season. And Casa Grande Trap and Ski reminds everyone, if you or someone you know has had too much to drink, have a sober friend drive or call a cab. Brought to you by Casa Grande Trap and Ski, located 8015 Isom Road in Casa Grande, providing weapon safety training for trap and skeet shooting in safe environment. For more information, call 520-836-9926 or visit online at CasagrandeTrapAndSkeet.com. That's Tiger and her staff at CasagrandeTrapAndSkeet.com. 
Take an ordinary putty knife and scrape off the old wax ring. Place the new wax ring over the flange, then line up the bolts with the bowl and gently set in place, making sure a proper seal is created with the flange and drain. Next. Um, Dad? Uh, yeah, sweetie. Is that an old plumbing manual? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, honey. We really need to get some new books. Right, um, do, do you want me to stop? Nah, I kind of want to know how it ends. Okay, tighten the bolts, line up the flushing valve to the opening in the top of the bowl, and secure the tank with a screwdriver and crescent wrench. <laughs> the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. You're never too old, too wacky, too wild to pick up a book and read with a child. This is Andrew Morrill, president of the Arizona Education Association. Reading to your child now can spark a lifetime of reading and learning. Parents, we know you're tired at the end of a long day, but by taking just a few minutes to read with your child, you'll be setting them on a path towards reading and learning on their own. And studies show students who read and are read too do better in school and in life. So have books that interest your child around your home. If your child enjoys sports, have books about sports. If your child enjoys ballet, have books about dancing. With parents and teachers working together, every child in Arizona can learn to read. And reading may be the most important thing they'll ever learn. A message from the Arizona Education Association. minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and Renee's sitting here next to me. She's my wife. And let me tell you about Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing real quick. Since 1970, Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing has been around in Mesa. They're the only shop in Mesa that I can recommend because they're the only shop that's passed the muster. They passed all the requirements, and they've done a great job for us. So if you live in Mesa, and you don't have a repair shop, Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing is on Main Street, just east of Stapley on the south side of the road. They do all kinds of service from oil changes to engines. They do air conditioning work. They do alignments. They do all that stuff. But if you meet Brian and Thelma, the owners, you'll understand why they're on my list. They're very nice people. Hey, real quick, on okay. the Secret Santa stuff, I know you brought up the $1,000, but honestly... Five, ten, twenty dollars, twenty-five dollars. I mean, you don't have to do more than that because even if we got ten dollars, we do sometimes we do these bags for the homeless people that go shower at a church, mm -hmm. and we can fill a bag of those for like five dollars with deodorant, toothpaste, toothbrush, you know, all that stuff, and that's perfect for them. So okay. soap, so it doesn't have to be a lot. I, I mean, you're right. Any amount is welcome. Thank you very much for cleaning that up. I was just trying to explain to them that my friends throw me under the bus every <laughs> they year. Do. Yeah, and, they and, try. And 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 I and and we're going to stand behind our right. promise to beat yeah. by a dollar the highest number. Right. Unless so. I, nobody better not give. Oh, that would kill me. All right. Anyway, Terry, like we promised. Terry, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning. Uh, friend of mine is is selling a nineteen. I think it's a 2000 or 2001 Mitsubishi for about $1,500. It's got 130,000 miles on it. As far as the interior and the exterior goes, it's beautiful. 
been entitlement. And I'm wondering if I bought that thing, what, I, what potential problems I have that I should be looking at. Well, I, I can't answer your question, but let me tell you what I think. Okay. I think any car that is capable of 100 miles without breaking down, without spewing fluid all over the ground, without missing, and that it'll drive 100 miles and then shut off and restart, and the air conditioning blows cold, I think that's worth 1500 bucks all day long because that's kind of like a Bic lighter car in this respect. You buy a Bic lighter, and when it's out of fluid, you throw it away. Yeah. So any car is worth $300, two or $300 a month, so let's assign $200 a month. Well, you got what, seven and a half months, and this car's paid for itself in use? So uh, you can do this. They make, uh, you know, most of us shops have what we call a used car get inspected. inspection. Mm -hmm. And and so we're going to tell you, this is what you need today, and this is what you need in a couple of months, and this is what you need to plan for in the next 12 months. So yeah. we can give you that kind of a roundabout. We can also tell you, and we've said this before, whoever had this car just butchered it to death, and there's wires hanging all over underneath the dash, and we see fuses where there shouldn't be any fuses, and we see oil leaks galore, and this is not a car that you want to buy to depend on. So, And the opposite is, is we had a car not too long ago for 2500 or $3,000 that was a cream puff. Yeah. And so we could hardly find anything wrong with that other than the fact that the maintenance records were missing. Mm -hmm. But all the maintenance had been done because all the fluids were good and the belts and hoses were good. So I think that used car inspection between 75 and a buck and a quarter yeah, is going to be our shop. Yeah. It's, it's going to be well worth your time. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Mark. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, and we've covered everything else. Let's go to Bob. Bob, good morning to you. How can I help you? And Dan, you're next. Morning, Mark. I have an O2 Chevy Blazer, S10 Blazer, and in December of 2014, I had the hubs replaced, and okay. they charged me $404 for a pair of hubs, and then 263 for the labor. And then they went bad. I took them back to the same shop because they went bad last month, and then they, um, they replaced the hubs for free. They admitted that the hubs weren't. Can I say the name of the hubs they put on originally, or you don't want me? No, please don't. Because I, all I'm going to do is get nasty grams. So, okay. okay. Well, anyway, they don't even sell that brand of hubs anymore. So they went with a better brand of hubs, and they replaced them for free. But they still charged me two hundred and sixty-four dollars labor to replace the hubs. Okay. What Is warranty what did said? you get at the beginning? This was December of of fourteen. You said. Yeah, I had it to fourteen, and now it was November of seventeen. So it was just inside of three years, and I don't really know. You know. Okay with their uh, warranty all parts was. and labor 12 months or 12,000 miles. That's what it says on the work order. Okay. All right. I think that they did you, they weren't obligated to do parts or labor right. because you're well past the 12 month, 12,000 miles. But I think the fact that they did the hubs for you for nothing, that means they got them, they returned them to their vendor and said, that those things are junk. Give me a new set. And the vendor said, I'll, I'll upgrade you. And here you go. No, no charge. I think that's what happened. Yeah. They used a favor to get those two hubs for free and they charged you the labor. I I don't know that I would criticize them. I I think um, that they acted honorably. That was fair, yeah. And um, and I think and oftentimes shops won't won't do that if you're out of warranty and they say, hey, you can't make it longer and we don't make it shorter, and so that happens. But you know what? 
I think your shop treated you fairly. I really do. Okay. All, All right. right. Thank you very much, Bob. Thank you. Dan, you're up next. How can I help you? Oh, you know what, Dan? I got to put you on hold. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got to break at 40. So I'll be right back right after this. I, Donald John Trump, do solemnly swear. A new era has started in America, and with it, a new attitude, outlook, and feeling of purpose. It's going to be only America first. Can President Trump deliver on his promises from the campaign? And will the Democrats come around and get on board? or just be a roadblock. One thing's for sure, it will be interesting. And you can follow it all right here. Intelligent Talk 960. The Patriot. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-679-5745. 1-800-679-5745. That's 1-800-679-5745. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribusunum, and God We Trust and Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff. Even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover keytar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 43 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, and just like we promised, we're going to take Dan real quick. Yeah. 
Dan, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. How's your day going? Uh... I've had better, but I'm happy. <laughs> well, you know, you woke up on the green side of the grass, so that's a good start, that's right? Yes, it. yes. Okay, well, I've got two issues. My first issue is i got a 77 Chevy four-wheel drive car. It's got some goodies in it, a multi-port tool injection et cetera. Anyway, i got a 700R4 transmission that I'm having issues with third gear, and Bob's boys over there took care of my stuff. I'm in Chandler, but now there's not a transmission shop around here. I went to those guys around the corner from Bob, and I tell you, there's there some, there some characters over there. I need a good transmission shop in Chandler. We do, too. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, let me tell you all I have to offer you. This is all I have to offer you. There's a transmission shop in Tempe that does wholesale work only, fleet work and wholesale work. He will not deal with customers. So I've made an agreement with him that I will bring the car to him. He'll diagnose it. He'll give me an estimate. I turn that estimate over to the customer. And then, if they okay it, then I tell him to go ahead. It's billed through me. It's on my work order. And basically, you have two warranty people. You have mm -hmm. him and me. And he's been in business 100 years. I want to tell you something. Un un unlike any other transmission shop we've ever dealt with, this kid is the smartest kid I've ever met. He fixed a car the other day that nobody else had a clue on. And everybody else said it was a transmission problem. He drove it for 10 minutes and came back and said the speed or the cylinder select is moving. The uh, It's going from 8-cylinder, 6-cylinder, 4-cylinder, and that's the jerking you feel. And he says if you just put your foot on the brake and drag the brakes a little bit or just shine the brake lights, he says the problem goes away. And he was right. Yeah, the he customer, was right. we had already told him that this is what a transmission is going to be, and this is how much it's going to cost, and then it didn't end up being that, so he was really happy. I think the repair was $230 yeah. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he's coming in Monday to fix that. <sighs> Man, yeah. so I offer that to you. you. You have to take your hot rod to the shop over on Warner I-10, and then we'll take it to him because he, he just wants nothing to do with the the public it's not that he hates the public it's just that he says that there's a lot of time i spend that's un uncompensated time so he says with the shop it's just a real quick deal so all i'm going to do is, is say i got a third year deal and hopefully you'll write something up for me and i'm going to hand it to him and so then he'll call me back and say this is what i need to do or this is what i need to look at and, and you and i are going to communicate or my staff and you are going to mm -hmm. communicate as far as the turnaround's concerned you're going to pay what i pay so that's all there is to it so I mean, he's not going to give me the fleet price, but he's going to move it up a little bit, but it's not going to be list price either. So, so you'd be pretty good at, uh, at tricked out stuff a little bit? Well, let me tell you this. Not too long ago, we sent a hot rod over to him that had a 200 in it. And the guy said, oh, it's just bad and everything else. He fixed everything on that transmission, and the kid calls me, or the kid, he was a guy my age, and he calls me up and he says, I'm barking the tires in first, uh, second, and third gear. This transmission has never worked like this, and he didn't overhaul it. He just did some adjustments, and he put some new cooler lines on it, and I guess the bill was twice as much as my customer paid. So I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't send you any place else. I'm, we're really happy, and we've dealt with him for more than a year or two, yeah. and he's always pulled a rabbit out of his hat. So your contact would be my daughter, Andy, and she'll take care of you. But I need the car for a couple days. Not a problem. That's my guy. My okay. second question is the same vehicle. When, it, when, it, when the engine gets warm and I step on the throttle a little bit, the temperature gauge drops down and starts fluttering a lot. And it only does it when I step on the throttle a little bit. Okay. I'm going to look at the connection at the at the uh, temperature gauge. I'm going to I'm going to look at the ground on the motor. So the motor, the battery needs to be grounded to the frame 
and to the motor and to the firewall and I'm going to make sure all those grounds are there and I'm going to do a volt drop test in order to accomplish that but the motor rockin is taking away the ground I think or the motor rockin is shaking a bad connection and I think your 77 um, has the entire wire harness going through a bulkhead connector just below the power brake booster or the master cylinder. Yeah. So those are the areas of concern. I'm quite sure that it can be fixed. It's going to be one of those things that costs 80 or 140 to find it and a buck and a half to fix it. That's my guess. All right. All right. Good enough. Thank you very much. George, how are you? What can I do for you? Uh, a couple of questions. Does anybody manufacture a single weight uh, synthetic oil? No. Okay, uh, that's answered. I got next is I got a an Opry Nissan Frontier uh, with a five-speed manual transmission. It appears that the fourth gear synchro is gone. I can't understand something. You know, maybe first or second gear where the ratios are wider apart. But anyway. Uh, I guess maybe I'm going to, your former transmission expert evidently is no longer on on the show, so I'm going to have to come and see you people about that. Okay. Now, let me tell you something. There is a problem sometimes with the shifter itself. Sometimes we got to okay. pull the boot off the top and pull the shifter out. And sometimes we find problems in the shifter where the ball on the end that's nylon sometimes is just worn out and it isn't putting forth all the way in. That's not an uncommon issue. So don't don't set down on the idea that this is an overhaul. I say you got a 50-50 chance of this being something other than an overhaul. Okay? All right. Well, I'll all right. come and see you. All right. Uh, uh, last, last item is phone number. I'd forgotten the area code and I'm digging around this morning right now, you know, 15 minutes ago, okay. trying to find uh, KKNT online and, and this call-in number, and it does not exist as okay. far as I got anyway. Oh, right. really? So, the, the so call... I'll pass that on to KKNT. Okay. The call-in right. number is 602-508-0960. You now know that. Um, but I, I will. I'll pass that on. That they need to make it better and more and, clear. And more clear. Yeah. Thank you very much, George. Okay, we got to talk about automatic transmission exchange because they're in Phoenix, right? And um, we send business to them, but we also do transmission work. But they're really good at what they do, and they've been around a lot longer than I have since 1968. Phil and his staff are trying. Transmission Diagnostic Expert. They do repairs and replacement, but Phil says that we do far more repairs than replacements. That may conflict with some other transmission shops in town who Definitely. have it the other way around. So they have the ability to return your transmission to an OEM, original equipment manufacturer level, if that's what you want to do. Or they know that there's a slightly better torque converter or a valve body that might make you happy, and here's the difference between what you have now and what you have then. So they can discuss all of that with you. They're at 40th Street in Washington, the north side of the road, and if you've gone up and down Washington, you've passed them by. They've been there since Jesus was a baby. So automatic transmission exchange, we call them ATE, 40th Street in Washington, good guys. All righty, Adam. How are you, buddy? How can I help you? Good, good. Um, I was just uh, listening, and um, I've been listening to you for a while. But I just uh, got a 1997 uh, 1500 Dodge Ram, or yeah, 
uh, Dodge Ram, and the um, there's a uh, uh, pressure gauge for oil that's uh-huh. on it, and it keeps fluctuating. It keeps going. Sometimes it's gone down to zero uh, pressure, and then goes back up to 40, and goes back and forth, back and forth. Um, okay, let me ask you some like, questions. Yeah. Let me ask you, does it make any difference when it's cold in the morning or later in the day when it's real warm? That does make a difference. When it's colder, it doesn't, uh, okay. it doesn't fluctuate. All right. I want you to do this. I want mm-hmm. you, when it's fluctuating, I want you just to kind of sit still, and I want you to gently, not enough to break the dashboard or dent the mm-hmm. pad on the top of the dashboard, but I want you just to... Okay, and I and I want to know if that changes it. I'm looking for a dashboard connection or not. Now, okay. in the engine, there's an oil pressure switch, and the oil pressure switch can be bad, and that's easy enough to test. And here's how most of us do it: we pull the oil pressure switch out, and we screw in a three-foot hose that's got an oil pressure gauge on it. We tape it to the outside of the windshield, and we go drive it. And if the oil pressure is fine, then we put a new oil pressure switch in it. The oil pressure switch is usually less than $25. It could be half as much as $25. (laughs) But anyway, it's a cheap thing, and you can put an oil pressure switch, but it also could be the connection at the oil pressure switch. So if you wanted to make an educated guess, go down to the three-whiskered kid at the auto parts store, ask him for a name-brand oil pressure switch, and once you have it in your hand, I'm pretty sure on your Dodge Ram, it's going to be right around the oil filter, and it'll have one wire to it. If you ground the wire, the needle on your oil pressure, with the key on, the needle on your oil pressure will swing to, to an extreme. So if you disconnect the wire and the needle goes to full, when you ground it, it goes to empty. Or if you disconnect the wire and the needle goes to empty or zero, then when you ground it, it goes to high pressure. So it's just the opposite. What you're doing is checking the parameters on the gauge. So it's going to be a problem underneath the dash at the back of the panel. So hitting the dashboard might change it. At least it'll jar it and make it work, and you'll go, okay. And so every time you hit it a couple of times, it works okay. Well, we're going to have to go into the dash, okay? Okay, and you don't uh, you don't think it would be the... Um Oil pump. No, and I listened carefully what you said. You didn't say anything about lift or clatter. You nope. didn't say anything about any kind of oil pressure noise, tapping, nope. clicking, clattering. No and, smoke. Yeah, so I, I, I don't think that you actually have oil pressure. And besides that, I don't think that the fact that it, it doesn't do it cold and it does it hot... I don't think that that's good enough to go in that direction. But you'll notice, I said, if I'm going to replace the oil pressure switch, I want to put a gauge on it. And if you left it for 24 hours, your shop will probably start it cold the next morning, then drive it to verify that you have good oil pressure from from cold start to hot transition when we transition from cold to hot. Most of us will do that. So that's how I would do it. And I think most of us will do that way. Most of us gray-haired guys without three whiskers. <laughs> All righty. Thank you very Kurt, is that? I got a 96 Forerunner, and for some reason, it sounds like I got water sloshing around or gurgling in the dash. Uh, it just started a bit ago. It would ha- happen when I accelerate, and it seems that I, when I turn the heater on, it would dissipate for a little while. Okay. That's going to be kind of a hard one. That's going to be kind of a hard one because there's a lot of things. One of the things that you might do is take some needle noise. 
needle nose yeah. um, vice grips and put some rubber hose over the two needles and pinch off one of the heater lines and drive it and see if that changes it. You haven't said anything about the floorboard being wet. You haven't nope. seen anything about steam coming up through the dashboard. You haven't said any of that. Correct. So I got to chase the noise, and if I pinch off one of the lines, then I'm cir- stopping the circulation through the heater core. And if the noise goes away, then more than likely the sloshing is probably going to be because the heater core is restricted, and we're getting a, a backup behind the restriction, and then we're hearing the noise of the high-pressure coolant coming out of the other side. And and if I bypass the heater core, then I can determine that. Another thing you can do is, is on a good hot day, go out there and grab a hold of both heater hoses with the heater on, and they both should be the same temperature. If one is hot and the other is lukewarm or cold, and you've asked for the heater, then that that suggests a heater core that's plugged up, and I'm paying attention to the fact that it's a 96, so it's 20 years old. Now, just because the heater core is plugged up doesn't mean that you have to replace it. Oftentimes, we'll pull the two hoses off the heater core, and we'll feed 10 10, uh, pounds of water to one side, and then we'll move our hose to the other side. But you do not hook up a hose to your water faucet and open up the valve and think you're going to flush it because 60 pounds of water pressure will blow it up. Oh, so okay. you have to, you have to, you got to take it easy on that heater core. And the last thing you want to do is blow a rusty heater core that's behind the glove box. You don't want to blow it up because that rusty water is going to cover the whole inside of the car, and your wife's really going to be mad at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so. All righty, Kurt. Good luck to you, buddy. Thank you. And so. We wanted to say that if you want to participate in the Secret Santa Club, first of all, if you want to get a hold of me at any time, mark at marksalem.com. Mark, M-A-R-K, at marksalem. Salem spelled like the cigarette, S-A-L-E-M. And it is, 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 it is a good descriptive word for the witches in my family. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm glad it's by name only for me. Yeah. So anyway, um, it's mark at marksalem.com. If you want to be a part of the Secret Santa, that's the easy way to get a hold of me. If you got a car problem, that's the easy way to get a hold of me. And if it's going to be a conversation where I have to ask you questions, if you'll give me your phone number and tell me what time's a good time to call you in the day, I typically will call you from my block cell phone. I do that because we have to have a conversation. So nevertheless, I'll see you next Saturday right here, 10 o'clock till noon, right here on 960 KKNT.